Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Hey, what's happening? Star Life, the best rapper alive, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. It's going down. Hide your girls, because I'm in Atlanta. What's the word I didn't heard? It's a hot girl summer. When I'm taking out my phone to get this hot girl number. Oh, yeah. I'm going to pull up like, because I'm a hot All right, today we got Star Life jumping off the porch with us today. Star Life in the building, MOE forever. For sure, City, What's happening? ATL, I'm back. Okay. How you feeling today, gang? Man, I'm feeling good. You know what I'm saying? I'm back in Atlanta. I used to live out here, 2014-2015. I lived out here. Shout out to Tampa Mystic, P. Brown, TJ, everybody that ran me around. Broham, I'm looking for you. Where you at, Broham? Uh, it's one of the homies out here. So it's good to have you back mm-hmm. out here. Yeah, yeah, it's going down. So what you back out here working on in the A? Um, got a new project that I'm, I'm dropping right now. Got a new single called Hot Girls, featuring Sauce Walker, Peso Peso, and Ice Black. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Atlanta's the stomping ground. It's Black Hollywood. This is the, it's the new Hollywood out here. So anytime I release a project, I got to come back. I got to come back to stomping ground. Got to. So for those who wouldn't know, how would you describe life back at home in Oklahoma City? Wild. Let me look at the camera on that one. Wild. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's Baby Cali in the streets, and it's, uh, it's everything when it comes to music. But as far as the streets, Baby California. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I adapted real good, because that's where I'm originally from. I'm originally from California, Long Beach, California. Free Seabird. Free all the homies, matter of fact. Free Maniac, free, free uh, Puppet, free Booby, free Naughty G, all the homies. For sure. So for those who wouldn't know, how would you describe life coming up though in California? Um, well, I was young when I left California. I, I left Long Beach when I was like, uh, like 11 or 12 or something like that. And um, you know, if you know about Long Beach, you know, it's just, it's Crip City. You know what I'm saying? So I grew up around nothing but blue. So one of the first words I learned was cuz. You know what I'm saying? So I moved to Oklahoma with that mentality. And, and, and I see why they call Oklahoma Baby Cali in the streets. Like, it's active. Like, you know, you heard of um, uh, uh, No Fly Zone? Oklahoma's No Punk Zone. Nobody's scared of nobody. I don't care how big you is, they'll just catch, they'll just get beat up. But they're gonna try you every time. I moved to Oklahoma with that mentality. But I, I kind of bent the rules a little bit out there, and that's why my, wife, my life was a little wild in the city. Yeah. So when would you say you jumped off the porch? Um, I jumped off late. I ain't going to lie. I, I, I ain't going to stun front. Like, I, no, nine years old with AK-47s? No, I was nine having fun, playing with animals. I jumped off when I seen my first body, though. Like, when I seen one of the homies get killed, it kind of, like, it kind of, messed my head up, you know what I'm saying? I was like 15, 16 years old. And uh, that's when I just wanted to get real active. But um, me being from California, I wanted to stick to my roots. I didn't want to join nothing in Oklahoma. I didn't want to join no gang. So I'm like, I'm finna do something that's probably gonna 
it's probably going to be bad. I don't know where it's going to end up. So instead of joining something, I started something. I started a gang out there. And because uh, the neighborhood I lived at on 63rd Street, 63rd and MacArthur, it wasn't really no, it wasn't no hoods out there. But I just come from a gangbang mentality. So I'm like, I'm finna just start something. And it was a lot of mixture of bloods and crips and essays. It was all in these one apartments called Twin Lakes. And, I, and one day I just rounded everybody up and was like, this, this our hood, where I come from, you know, you know, your hood is where you're from, where you live. That's your neighborhood. If you live on 80th Street, that's your block. So I was on 63rd and MacArthur. So I'm like, let's turn this into a hood. The city not gonna like this because we starting a gang in the 2000s that's completely breaking gang codes. But shit, 10 people with 10 guns is a problem. And uh, you know, so we decided to black flag it up and become ABKs. You know, that's anybody killers. And uh, we started 6G Mafia and it was on from there. For sure. It was on. So when would you say you started making music? Um, when, we, when we got put into the gang files. I, I ain't really know how deep it get. And uh, I was like, yeah, we're gonna have to change this. Cause I ain't trying to, there's no head of, anybody that's a head of a gang, you always dead or jail. You know what I'm saying? One of the two. I ain't stupid, but I was dumb, yeah. if that makes sense. So I knew I had to change this up. So that's when I switched it up in my, in my um, I was kind of late in my twenties. I said, we gotta do something different with this. Cause it's getting crazy. So I started rapping, changed my name to, cause I was mafioso in the streets. And I changed my name to Young Star. That's when I, that's when I began rapping. And I was highly influenced by Texas rappers. It's like right there. Cause nobody tell me I wasn't a six member of DSR. Hmm. So yeah, it was on from there. And I kind of took off cause I had a different style being from California, influenced from Texas and just, and just wanna be in ahead of something. I knew I had to go harder than everybody. And that's when I came out off the gate. It was like, I'm the king of Oklahoma. You ain't from Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, I got all the hate, but but every publicity is good publicity. Yeah. So that made them listen to my song. Well, who we talking about? He King of Oklahoma. Let me listen to the CD. Wait a minute, little dude go hard. I don't like him, but little dude go hard. Yeah. It took off from there. I feel that. Mm-hmm. So what motivated you to start making music? Nobody. I just think about it. When if I can, I, who from Oklahoma made it? That was my motivation. Like. It was a lot of good rappers there. There's rappers out there in Oklahoma, but none of us took off. So I'm like, let's do it. I'm finna try to play my part to get this state popping. Yeah. And that was really my motivation was the state, was the city, Oklahoma City, to get it popping. The whole state in general, but my city. Like nobody hit no billboards, nobody's on TMZ, nobody has got no features with Jay-Z. So I'm like, I gotta get this going. You know what I'm saying? And there's some hitters out there in Oklahoma. That's all right. Who would you list as some of your musical influences? Um, uh, of course, because I'm from the West Coast, Tupac is number one. But um, as far as who I listen to, and this is where the, my, I, this is where I got kind of advantage because I listen to so much different music. Um, Tum Tum from Dallas, Texas. Zero from Houston. Eminem from Detroit. Tech Nine from Missouri. Big L from New York. I listen to so much different music. I just became. I just became a, 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 a creative player is what they say. I listen to so much different music and I just put it into one. Owen oh, Wayne, Louisiana. So I had all these different styles in one and, and it turned me into a beast. So I became like untouchable. I feel that. So when would you say you started taking music serious full time? When uh, K-Cap and Bankroll Fresh got a hold of me. Rest in peace, Bankroll. Um, I had put out this song. I had wrote this song for this DJ 
Cause I started writing, like when I, like I said, I listened to so much music, I, my pen game got crazy. And I wrote this, this DJ, his name is DJ Feezy in Miami. I wrote his first single called SYU with Plies and Trina. And um, so once I wrote him that, he started running me around Miami. He was like, all right, it's time for you to come out with your own. So I wrote, a, I wrote my own song called Look At Me. And DJ Nasty um, um, had a pool party and K-Camp heard the single. K-Camp was like, where a little dude at? Nasty was like, he right there. K-Camp came up to me and was like, hey, this go, I need on it. Boom, so he jumped on it. Then I went to South by Southwest and I seen Bankroll Fresh and I was living out here at the time, but we was in Austin. And I'm just on some fan stuff. I'm like, what up Fresh? He was like, what up Star? I'm like, this nigga know me? I'm like, oh, so I hit him with the song. I'm like, I got a song called Look At Me, I got Camp on it. And this is when Camp was at his peak and Bankroll Fresh had just dropped Hot Girls. Camp had Money Baby and uh, It Ain't Nothing To Cut Off. So they was both hot. Bankroll Fresh jumped on it and I'm like, I'm just a little dude from Oklahoma City. I'm like, oh, it's, it's go time now. And that's when it was on from there. City started putting billboards on my single. If you look back, I had billboards all over the city and, and it was crazy. So that's when, that's when it was popping. For sure. And then, you know, the event happened. And so we kind of, the single got kind of cold. A lot of stuff happened in the middle. I ended up signing a bad deal. Um, Pass was catching up to me because I was fighting a charge of a college, college shooting. Sorry to that college. And it was, it was crazy. So a lot of stuff made that single go cold. Talk about being banned from all clubs twice. Yeah, that was, uh, that was um, me being 5'5", me being five, five, 140 pounds starting a game. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, if you, if you look back, you know, everything I do is documented. And you can look, it was like 115 people from it. So I had to be the most ruthless, you know what I'm saying? Because ain't nobody going to follow somebody that, that they don't believe in. So I was going to clubs just to tear it up. And don't, don't. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't get it effed up. I ain't saying I'm just whooping everybody in the city. Nah, sometimes we, sometimes people got the best of me, but I was on go. Go, 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 go. Either I'm a win, lose, or draw, but we're going we gonna to get known. And shh, this is Oklahoma. They're not going to play that. They're yeah. like, man, get this, little, get this little dude up out of here. And they banned me from all clubs for a whole two years. And then when I did that, you know, when that, when that incident in the college happened, that's when they really wasn't playing with me. Yeah. And that's when I had to leave. That's yeah. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I was like, I can't do nothing out here because I'm getting banned. So I had to leave and that's when I got on the road, hit Miami first and then Atlanta. That's crazy. Yeah, it was super crazy. I told you I was, I, was, I ain't stupid, but I was dumb back then. Yeah. Sorry to all the promoters in Oklahoma, my bad. Talk about getting to the point where you quit rap to write for others. Yeah, um, 
after 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 this after look at me got cold because it was getting so big i was running through atlanta i'm talking about it was it was getting popping in atlanta to the point where we was finna get it to holiday we was finna try to get it to holiday but i was doing so much with tampa tampa mystic and p brown they was just running me through this city i was winning every competition out here it was crazy and then um when i signed that deal in miami you know i'm thinking everything was good it was an independent deal it was just some deal with efeasy no, no, no. Efezi was just, I just met him in a club and told him I, I got a pen game and we just chopped it up on some personal and it became business. Now, I signed to deal with a Cuban and Colombian. If you hear with those two words, I just said, you know, you know how they got their money. Yeah. A Cuban and a Colombian. So I'm like, you know, I'm thinking everything good. Some, some deep boys trying to watch their money, run it. But it, they, they came and got them too quick and the whole deal folded. And, and imagine being from Oklahoma thinking you made it finally. You the first one to make it out your state. Putting a contract on Facebook. Everybody's so proud of you. But then you got to double back and tell them, well, everything messed up. I'm coming back home. I was sick. I was sick. And I don't smoke or drink. So I'm sober branded going through all of this. Mm -hmm. yeah, I was sick. I was done with everything. And I was like, man, this ain't going to work. You know, so I had quit rapping. And I just full time was writing. Until the, one day we got a call. Hey man, KD left. KD left. Off to get him. And once I made that FKD song, it just, that, that hit 10 million views. It just took me right back in the game. I'm like, all right, I guess this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Cause it just brought me back up. And it was on from there. And I just kept, I just, I, I just kept going from there. My bad, KD, you shouldn't have left us though. We was hurt. We was hurt. I'm still hurt. I feel you. <laughs> so talk about after the KD song, you quit music again. Yeah, because I had, um, the KD was going. It wasn't like no single I was pushing, but it was going. And I was just about to get ready to get, get it popping again. And then boom, went to jail again. So I'm like, I believe in signs. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no superstitious and nothing. I don't black cats and brooms and all that, but I believe in signs. I'm like, why is I keep getting stopped? So I was done again. After I went to jail again, I'm like, I'm done. I went to jail in a whole nother state at that. So I was like, man, music just ain't for me. I, it's just not working. It's cause every time I catch a buzz, something mess it up. Something like real life mess it up. It ain't like I'm messing it up. So I was just done again. And then, uh, um, so I just got to just trying to bring out all the artists that was messing with me. And this was one of them. She'd been around me for eight years, this Barbie doll. And uh, I just told her, you seen me rap forever. Won't you try to do something? And I had the homies helping her out. And she dropped her first music video while I was in jail. And he had four million views. Now that's not a lot to the world, but Oklahoma, where I come from, four million views, we looking at you like, damn. And it was on from there. I'm like, oh, we got to keep it going. So when I got out, we just got back, got back up and running. Because it's something that, something that always make me stop, but it's something that it might just be God or something saying, just go a different route, but don't stop. Talk about moving to Vegas. Yeah, so it was funny. <laughs> she was getting all the hate. And you know, the biggest stereotypical about it, the, the biggest stereotype about it was, this is a white girl with mommy daddy money. Not knowing we in the hood. Um, so I'm like, 
sure, let's give them what they want. They think we the white girl with all the money, we finna go to Vegas. So I went to Vegas, so we moved to Vegas and bought a big old mansion, you know what I'm saying? Rent, rented a big old mansion, you know what I'm saying? So I put it on Facebook, boom. So they really like, oh, she got the boy, we got the mansion, we got the, boom. And it, 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 it's that mansion start turning up. I knew nothing about Vegas. And if you know about Star's career, you remember the Vegas mansion. And I end up running into um, Trippy Red's girlfriend at the time, Alex, her and her brother, Skino. And uh, they had just gotten to it. Trippy Red and Alex got to it. So they moved in. So now we got me, we got Barbie doll, we got Alex in the crib. And this is when Alex, this is when Trippy Red was on fire. But now the mansion went from us taking pictures to it to what they call the explore page on Instagram. So now my house is on the explore page. So we got people coming to the house. I'm like, oh, it's going down. Yeah. Yeah, and it was turned up from there and it was just on from there until the neighbors was like, you don't own this house. You're only renting, y'all better quit this. Yeah, and they got too much. Yeah, they weren't trying to let us resign that lease. Damn. Damn, nah. So then after that, you had to move back to Oklahoma City. And, and now imagine that. Like you see how sick I be? I be like, come on, like, like what's going on? So now I'm back in the city. I'm like, all right, man, I don't know what, what is it trying to tell me, but maybe the business not right or something. So now I'm back in the city. I'm like, God dang. But the thing about it is I had already won my city over. So it's to the point where they like, you better not quit. Just keep rescheduling, keep replanning, keep re-strategizing. Yeah. So yeah, now I'm back. In, I, I had to go back to the city and then um, just regroup, replan, and then boom, uh, put some more songs out, started catching fire again. And I'm like, all right, so we ain't stopping. Let's keep it going. Sure. You know, I'm the definition of you got to like, I got to be like in a casket to stop. The definition of don't quit, don't give up. You've been hearing since she was little. I'm the definition of that. Ain't no stopping, ain't no quitting. You, you know what I'm saying? We're going to keep it going until we get that, that M that no, we deserve. Sure. Talk about your 11-year-old daughter rapping now. Now that, yeah, that surprised me. That's why she got a single coming out called Afro Puffs. Lady of Rage was happening. Um, that surprised me. She was, she, she, she always, you know, every kid want to be not necessarily like their parents, but you might get one that want to be just like their parents. Yeah, she used to tell me she was writing all the time. And her mom used to tell me, your, your daughter can write, your daughter can write. I, I just blew it to the side because I wasn't no rapper as no kid. I know about Criss Cross and Bow Wow and all them, but that ain't just, you know, that's kind of rare. Man, I said, let me hear it one day. I heard it. I'm like, dang, you about to make me battle you, little girl. You kind of hard. We put the song out. She got booked for her first show. Booked for her first show in like a week. That's so crazy. I'm like, oh. Shout out to K-Star, my daughter coming up next. So yeah, so that was just some more signs of God telling me. And I ain't even no super duper religious person, but I just believe in signs. That was just another sign God telling me, look, here, I'm gonna put your daughter in your face. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna put Barbie in your face. I'm gonna put your team in your face. Don't stop. Just, just, I got perfect timing. I got perfect timing for you. Don't trip. We're just for building sure. your story. We're just building your movie. For you know sure. what I'm saying? Shout out to Chop Chop too. He played a big part. Chop Chop is the one, if I, if I rewind it, Chop Chop is the one that really kept me alive, kept me out the streets. When I was really going crazy, Chop said, uh-uh, let's go get some, let's go get some real money. 
and and um, he the one that really got me back into the music too. Yeah, so for sure, it's, I had a cra I happen to have a crazy journey. Everybody say my life is like a movie. I can get even deeper, but you know it's all good. Just my life was like a movie so far, and that's one of the reasons why I guess I picked my name as a star because you know. That's all I've been all my life. And no matter what it was, I wanted to be a star at it. They was playing basketball, I was doing and one. They was, they, was, uh, they, was, they was fighting, I was the first one to swing. They was rapping, I was practicing on punchlines and metaphors. Everybody was doing hip hop, I'd throw out a pop, an EDM song, an emo trap. So I was always trying to be a star at everything I did, and no matter what it was. For sure. Talk about meeting Sauce Walker for the Hot Girls video. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. Well, it wasn't crazy, but it was crazy. He came to the city. Shout out to uh, Sauce Walker, Miss Megan, Ralph Soft, Woodwind, the whole TSF. He came to the city, and um, um, you know, like I said, I am the city. Like I'm, I'm the man out there. And a couple of people was telling him about me, like star, star, star. So the homie hit me was like, "Hey, Salt, my, he went to the he went to the studio that my cousin run. Shout out to Chris Cutter." And they called me, like, so, uh, walk up here. I'm like, bet I'm finna pull up. So I pulled up on him. I'm like, what's up with it? And he was like, what up with it? I'm like, I'm star. He was like, oh, I've been hearing about you. We chopped it up then, but that was just that. I just wanted to meet him. So then, like, the next day, he called me. He was like, where you at? No, he said he had, was crazy. I put out a DMX tribute that went dumb crazy, a million views off top. He said he was on Facebook looking for, looking for somebody in his past. And he said, why I go to her page and your DMX videos on there? And he was like, I believe in signs. He said, I, I just met you yesterday and I go to this girl page and I ain't seen since elementary and your DMX videos on there. He's like, man, that's Link, where you at? I'm like, pull up to the crib. I got the studio in my house. And Sauce a real one, he pulled up to the crib. No security, no nothing. He pulled up. And it was on from there. We started talking, rapping, and I showed him I had a song with his artist, Peso Peso. I already had the song with Peso Peso, but I just never released it. And, and my artist, Ice Black. And he was like, oh, you got one in the trigger already. Let's go. Yeah. We did that song, and it was on from there. We got another one coming out, too, called Drip. So it was on from there. And he was like, come to Houston, shoot the video. You know, Houston, only five, six hours. I pulled up so fast, cause I ain't never been to Splashtown before. So pulled up and hot girls that's what we at with it today and finna go down that's crazy. sauce a real one like we got a lot of me and sauce got some stuff in the works like it it it, it became personal real fast yeah like real fast you know he pulled up to the crib it's gotta be personal you know what i'm saying that's so real. it was on are there plans for an upcoming project yeah yeah right now though before i before i release a mixtape or an album or something i got to get that buzz going back crazy you know what I'm saying? I like to be demanded before I, before I give them a project. So I'm finna just drop a bunch of singles and videos and I'm finna hit the road again. You know what I'm saying? Getting, pulling up. I'm a pull up. Everybody know from Atlanta to Miami to LA to, to, to anywhere, I pull up. So I'm finna get back on the road, pulling up in these clubs, pulling up in these DJs faces, these artist venues, these showcases, open mics. I might battle you at Dollar General. I don't care where we at. I'm finna start pulling up get this going again and then it's time for a project and like right. i said I, i'm thinking about dropping a, a, a we thinking about I, I talked to this production company and they really want to do a movie on my life because there's a lot of stuff i done been through they like you've been through this already before before the deal you got a movie already 
know, we can't imagine what's gonna happen after. Sure. So we got that in the works too, called Life of a Star. And also me and Barbie got a vlog coming out called Life of a Star. We finna start vlogging and stuff. So we got a lot of stuff coming out. Got the Rich Kogan line. So I guess, like I said, he ain't letting me quit. Yeah. He not letting me quit no matter how much. Like I said, it's hard. If you, if you sober, don't smoke, don't drink, and you in this entertainment, you know how stressful it get. Boy, I be wanting to punch the air. I see why he did that on Boys in the Hood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it gets stressful, but you can't quit. There's too yeah. much money out here. Trump showed you that money is everything. He had no political background and became the president. Man, get some money. No tripping. That's why I stopped tripping with everybody in the city. Uh, like, it's too much money out here. You know what I'm saying? It's already hard enough for us. Let's get some money and have some fun. For Ain't sure. nothing like smiling. For sure. I used to mug 24-7. Ain't nothing like smiling. Smiling feel good. Any last words and shout outs? Man, listen, shout out to the world. Shout out to everybody off the porch. Shout out to the whole MOE forever. You know what I'm saying? Got Kizzle Kane in the building. It's going down. I'm just let y'all know right now. You heard it first off off the porch. I'm the new best rapper alive. And I'm not just saying that. We're going to go track for track with it, song for song, bar for bar, verse to verse, lyric to lyric, stage for stage. I promise you, I'm going to live by that statement. Best rapper alive. They gave the crown to me. I'm here. I ain't going nowhere for a long time. MOE Forever, 6G Mafia family, West Side for life. Oklahoma City, what's happening? Gang. Yeah. What's the word I didn't heard? It's a hot girl summer. When I'm taking out my phone to get this hot girl number. Oh, yeah. I'ma pull up like because I'm a hot boy stunner. Baby girl, you gonna get what? When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.